This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Previously on In The Moment. Hey, nah. <laughs> now women want to keep the ring, right? Guess what I'm keeping? <laughs> Yo, you want to keep my basketball shorts? I'm keeping your pussy, bitch. <laughs> All right. All right, oh, moving on. Fuck. Holy oh, shit. Who's next? Yo, real quick, shout out to LL Cool J. Yo, have y'all seen this thread? Of LL Cool J is sick in every video he's ever done. No. Oh my God, fam! Y'all gotta go look at this thread. We don't okay. have enough time, but just trust me. There's somebody said one day y'all need to go back and look at every single LL Cool J video. Uh-huh. He is wowing in all of them, and then immediately people started posting like <laughs> gifts and memes. I think I saw and, a little bit yo, of this. Fam, I never <laughs> realized it. They talked about the time when he showed up at a peep show when pulled the apple out of his pocket and started just biting it. That's the one with Remember? They talked about the one when he was when he was in a pool fully dressed dancing with synchronized swimmers. No. They talked about the one when he poured chocolate syrup on that girl's leg for no reason. Yo. They had this scene when he ran 100 yards on a football field in some big-ass baggy jeans and a FUBU jersey. He was athletic. Okay. He was athletic. Why that man had on a shirt with one sleeve and the jeans rolled up on one leg? Yo. Yo, that was... Yo, yeah, I loved LL. He is sick. That was his style, okay? No. Y'all gotta go find his thread if you haven't seen it. It's the funniest shit of the week. Who's next? Last but not least, shout out to Hove. Jay-Z himself. I'm going to take a moment to not only brag on Jay-Z, but I'm going to brag on myself. There was a time when I came on The Bird Show and I said, as it was happening in real time, I said, Jussie Smollett is lying. They killed me for it. How dare you? How could you say that? How could you get on that platform and say that about this black man? I said, I'm just telling you what I see. Oh, they killed me. You know how many apologies I got? Not a one. (laughs) Zero. It was a time when Jay-Z got this job in the NFL and a lot of people were killing me because I said, I know Hove to do really good things when he gets into position. He is a businessman. Mm -hmm. He told y'all this. I'm not a businessman. I'm I'm a a businessman. He told y'all this. And every time Jay has been in position to do something, he's done it. But it takes time. You have to sit down at the table with the people who can help. And you have to find ways to strategically put yourself in position to help your own people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said he was going to do. I got killed. There's a lot of people in my DMs like, really? You know that Jay is, is a sellout. He's just doing this for a bag. He's not going to return anything to the culture. Didn't he say the Super Bowl needs me? I don't need you. 100%. When they wanted Jay to perform, he told him no. How many people you know turn the Super Bowl down, fam? This right. is the guy we're talking about. They right. was like, Jay, Jay's doing this for a bag. You know how much money Jay-Z has, <laughs> my guy? What are you talking about? You know how much money his wife has? Stop. He's not doing anything for a bag. And they tore me up for it. And then Snoop came out and said that Jay told them, where would you want? 
do what you want. I don't care what the NFL talking about. And that's what they did. Mm. And he said I would leave. And so that's how we ended up getting this amazing-ass halftime show that we got at the Super Bowl. Shout out to that. And again, I ain't get one apology. But I thought that that was dope. Before I get off the Jay-Z situation, I will never, ever give Bert the benefit of the doubt again. When, we, when the Jay-Z thing came up, this man, I told people it's a lot of things y'all don't know behind the scenes. And I was talking about it. One of those things were... When DMX was on Def Jam, <laughs> he had a $12 million debt, which he should not have had because if you know anything about DMX in his career, he made Def Jam a shit ton of money. There was a point in time when X was him. Like, everything he touched was gold. He was the biggest artist in the world. People forget that there was a point when DMX was bigger than Jay-Z, and he still owed this $12 million because he handled his money wrong. He did a lot of things. But Jay, once he got into position with the company, cleared that debt. And told DMX, go be free, dog. You earned that. Nobody else on Def Jam in a million years would have done that. So I said that. And then Bert said, yeah, but what has DMX done lately? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> he did. He did. Because when I said it, I was like, what? Um... <laughs> I was so thoroughly confused that I'm looking at him like, I know... That you know, even I know, like he's dead, right? Like I, like I was not gonna allow myself to believe that he didn't know that. So I'm looking at him like I'm giving him the eyes that say, "Hey, yeah. take that back, dog." You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but what came out was, "What you mean?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I wanted him to like. I'm like, I know you can explain this further because I know you're not saying what I'm thinking you're saying, right? And then he tried to explain it, and his explanation made me further believe that he doesn't know that DMX is dead. And then I'm still like, wait, I didn't know how to handle it. So I tried to give an answer that was like, all right, maybe you just don't really know. And then Kristen was like, you do know DMX is dead, right? <laughs> and then he makes a joke. He's like, yeah. Of course. And then makes a joke about it. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, not that white. He's like, come on now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what the listeners heard, right? But then <laughs> we're going back into, we're going into the e-buzz now. Hours later. Hours later. No lie. <laughs> Bert is like leaned over on the table and he's looking at me like we have a moment and I can kind of sense when he has something and he's going to come to me. So in this moment, I thought to myself, I said, OK, I don't know what this is, what's about to happen, but I feel like it involves me because I could tell by the way he gave me like the look. And as soon as the break starts, he's like, I have a confession. And I'm not thinking of that at all. I'm thinking like, OK, where are we going? Oh, I he, knew. That's what he said. I didn't know DMX was dead. Oh, yeah, he didn't know DMX was dead. He said, what has DMX done lately? Why hasn't he given us any music? And I didn't know how to react. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I went to L.A. and I was talking about how to walk of fame. all the... you talked about was how important that moment was. Thanks. Like, Fam, I gave DMX a whole segment, bro. I was damn near in tears talking about how much DMX meant to me. I did a whole podcast about it. Back in the mailroom days, yo, the elevator, facts. DMX like, yo, come out. Like, you was doing the yo, voice. I did all of that, man. I did a whole episode called Hot Dogs with DMX, my dude. Come on, my guy. Yo. Yo, Katie, remember I went to L.A. and I was talking about the little stars on the ground, whatever it's called? 
Yeah. The, 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 the walk, walk of, of fame. The walk of fame. And I was like clowning. I was telling jokes. I was like, yo, it's trash. It don't look how I look on TV. I don't even recognize half these names. But I was like, I did. At least I got to take a picture with Richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? That meant something to me. That's my that's my idol. And Bert was like, you met Richard Pryor? I was, I was like, don't worry about him. I do. <laughs> yo, yo. Romeo, this was like two years ago, fam. Uh, he don't yo, know. Yo, I love you, B. All right, let's get down to business. So, speaking of me feeling like I should have got at least one apology for Jussie and for Jay-Z, I feel like I should have got one for Chris Brown as well. Yes, I'm absolutely. Not, I'm not saying that Chris Brown is innocent. I'm not defending Chris Brown in any of his past behaviors. Let me be very, very clear. What I am saying is in this last acquisition where this woman accused Chris Brown of, I want to be accurate. What did she say Chris Brown did? She said, trigger warning for those who have been through this um, rape. That he Mm -hmm. raped her. And obviously, because Chris Brown has a shaky past, it's fairly easy to put something so severe on him and expect people to just simply run with it without asking any questions. And what I said that day that that came out was, if Chris Brown did this, then he will receive the karma he deserves. If he did not do this, it's time for him to genuinely evaluate the people that he is surrounding himself with and the women that he is engaging with. Mm-hmm. Because people are always going to assume where there's smoke, there's fire. Right? Absolutely. And there was one woman in particular who jumped in my DMs and tore me up. Because she said that I was gaslighting and I was blaming this situation on the victim. I don't know how the hell she got that from what I said. But I wrote her back and I said, I didn't at all blame the victim or anyone else. I said, if he did it, karma will come. If he did not, this is an issue because as much as we would like to pretend that this does not happen, it does. There's a lot of stories out there where men were falsely accused. You can look it up. You can Google it. It happens. Men have lost their entire lives. They have lost their careers based on false accusations from a woman for whatever reason. And again, I want to be clear. If a man has done this, he is the scum of the earth. If he did not do this and a woman accuses him of this, that should be a crime. Because that man who has been accused never gets his life back. That's just facts. Absolutely. No matter what she comes and says after or does after, you will always keep that man in that light. And we saw a lot of media outlets very quick to post Chris Brown accused again. You saw it everywhere. He was trending. 
they nobody... painted him out to be the bad guy again. They're like, here he goes again. Right. Up to no good again. Mm-hmm. And then we got voicemails. We got texts from this woman proving that she was in contact with Chris, trying to get some more after the alleged date that the quote-unquote rape happened. So much so that after this audio came out, her lawyer dropped out of the case Yep, and said goodbye. Done with you. Because you did not disclose this information to me. So I can no longer try to defend you under these circumstances. And I did not see the urgency from a lot of these same media outlets. They didn't keep the same energy. Only, I think I only saw it on um, the Shade Room. I saw it on the Shade Room. That was it. I don't think I saw it anywhere else. No, And I'm not exactly. saying it didn't happen. Yeah. I'm just saying I didn't have to search that much when he was being accused. Keep the same energy. If you was loud when you thought Jesse Smollett was innocent, when you thought Jay-Z was trash, and when you thought Chris Brown violated, then be just as loud the moment you wrong. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, that woman ain't find her way to my DMs to apologize for not only being wrong about what she thought I said about Chris Brown, but for being wrong about Chris Brown. Again, I'm not saying that that makes up for what he's done in the past. This ain't even about Chris Brown. I feel like this is for the men who don't get the credit that they deserve. For the men who get falsely accused because of everyone else's public opinion. There's a lot of public opinion who will prove you guilty or declare you guilty before evidence shows you're guilty. That's the problem. I hate that. Me too. It's the court of public opinion over facts. You're guilty. That's a problem. And if we being honest, if you black, you guilty until proven innocent. A lot of times, if the situation involves a man and a woman, that man, guilty guilty until proven innocent. It's not fair. And I'm not saying that the man is always right. I'm saying that the man is not always wrong. And I've seen this personally. This has been a part of my life. I have seen women know that they have this power. I literally had a woman say to me one day, you playing with me, but I could easily go into the police station and say, you touch my son in a way and your career's done. They she that. said that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her like, I can't believe that just came out of your mouth. And that was the moment I realized how real this is. And the kind of man I am, I immediately got to praying, God, keep me away from anything that's going to try to damage me in that way. But to be ignorant enough to think that that doesn't happen to men is crazy to me. And I hate it because the women who use this against men are making it harder for the women who are actually suffering in the hands of men. That's the worst part. Because then people are like, should we really believe women? You know, then people start to question those who are actually going through real shit. Right. That men have done wrong. You playing with it. There are women who really experience this. Women should be just as angry at her, if not more, than as they were at Chris Brown or whomever else you was mad at in the first place. No, so You should be just as mad at this woman. When I heard this audio, right, it pissed me off because you're accusing this man of rape. You're making this man look as if he's disrespectful towards women. All because 
he stopped texting you because Crazy. he ghosted you? Crazy. You're upset because he ghosted you? That's what your emotions took you to do. And then you want to make him look like a worse guy because he ghosted you? And then you want to accuse rape, which is one of the lowest things you can say. It's the lowest to me. I think against rape, yo, a man? That's what I'm saying. Rapists, child molesters, any person who falls in that category, to me, I'm going to be honest, you're the worst. How dare you? And you going to put that on a man because you feel a way? And that's the thing is, like, we want to get to this place where every time a woman says it, we believe it. I don't want to doubt it. I don't want to have to think twice. If she says it, I want to believe that it happened. Now let's destroy this man and everything that he stands for. But we can't do that because there are women like her out here just straight lying. We're at this place where we have to now go, where is she telling the truth or not? And then some women will say it doesn't matter. You believe the woman. No, it matters. A man should not be in prison for rape. He shouldn't have his entire life taken away from him if he didn't do it. And, I, and I'm not saying this. I want to make this clear. For the Chris Browns, I'm really not. I'm saying this for the Brian Banks of the world, in which some of you who are listening, probably most, have no idea who Brian Banks is. And that's my point, because I remember this story. He was a standout high school football star, and Juanetta Gibson accused him of rape, falsely. And he spent six years in prison. And five years on parole. He was going to the NFL. He's a standout player. Okay, he got out of prison. He did six years being a rapist in prison. And he didn't do that shit. And now he got to come out and he would have been a millionaire? He would have been in the NFL? His family would have been set? His kids? His grandkids? His parents? Everything would have been different. But because this woman said he did something that she knew he didn't do, his entire life is ruined. And we made a little story about it. And that's a problem. And she just went on about her life like nothing happened. That's a problem. And it's women out here really going through that shit. That's fucked up. It should be a crime. And if you had that energy to want to destroy that man when you find out that that woman was lying, you should have the same energy to want to destroy her. And if you don't, Ask yourself why. Who's next? Y'all know who Stephen Colbert is? Mm-hmm. Why is Pusha T on his show dancing in, in cocaine? <laughs> Yo, you know who Pusha T is, Romeo? Yeah. Was, on Stephen Colbert's? Yes. Yeah, that's not what? <laughs> Yo, he was on the late night show. Pusha T is a rapper for y'all who don't know. And you know, he, you know, he rap about coke all the time. Yeah. That's right. kind of his thing, right? Yeah. And so he goes on the late night show and he's... <laughs> He's no. like, he's performing no. with like a really big coat on. No. And it's just mad coke just falling out the sky. It's a lie. No, no, I'm telling you. And he was like, nah, it's snow. I'm like, yo, fam, we know what push your teeth, dude. That ain't snow. Yo, it's is cocaine falling from the sky. And I know they was in here looking at him like, what the hell is going on? They named the show Snowfall for a reason. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why is this happening? He's dancing in the coke on a late night show. I was... I couldn't help but think about Tommy in the Death Force. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, Pusha T stole Tommy's lane, 
and nobody's going to talk about it. The T in Pusha T stands for Tommy. That's Pusha Tommy. Yo. <laughs> yeah, he stole DJ Willie T's whole swag. We're going back to Myrtle. <laughs> Myrtle. <laughs> Myrtle. All right. <laughs> Who's next? All right, it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. And now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Wait, this your favorite segment? <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, only yo, this is crazy. Yo, you see it? Not even me, you bro. You no, see last hate? week. This both of y'all. That's a Romeo reaction <laughs> right there. The hate is coming from inside the room, yo. Wait a second, let me explain myself. Okay. Last week, Romeo said that he was excited about it because Romeo's a hater. I'm excited about it because last week it was fun as shit. So right, I would fair. love to see. Let's do it again. What goes down this week? Oh, man, the segment's so nice. We brought it back twice. Let's talk about if I ain't shit or not. <laughs> I hate to get serious on my podcast, but I'm about to get serious. Oh, damn. I promised myself I wasn't going to talk about my schlonga dong anymore. Oh, damn it. This is the last time. <laughs> what? Romeo, what's up? Look at me, bro. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> You're not. Not with the goddess dope shirt. <laughs> yep. Perfect time to talk about it. I consider myself a self-deprecating type of comedian. You got to be able to laugh at yourself, right? So I laughed and I laughed and I laughed until I wasn't laughing anymore. And at first, all of the jokes about, yo, you ain't really embarrassed, right? was funny. I let it fly. I don't care. It's funny. It's my turn to be made fun of. Let's do it. So I kept hearing it. I heard it from y'all, I heard it from the bird show, I heard it from my friends, I heard it from my family, I heard it from everybody. You ain't really embarrassed. You loving this. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with y'all. My mind is different. There'll be a lot of times in life when I'm talking and I'm in situations and people will project something on me. And what it shows me is their mind has a limit that my mind doesn't have. And that happens often in life. And I didn't care about none of these jokes until it came from one person. I'm not going to say who that person is, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> Katie knows. But it came from this one person who said, I don't care that you're getting all this attention and this is happening to you. <laughs> I understand I got to live with that. But the least you could do is stop pretending to act as if you're embarrassed and just own it. And that pissed me off. I'm going to tell you why. It was because was coming from a woman whom I once dated. And every man in a relationship has had to deal with his woman literally wearing, revealing things on purpose. Going places with her breast out, going places with her ass out, putting these pictures on Instagram, taking pictures of yourself in bathing suits, Getting all of the attention from men, because we all know, we admitted, that a lot of the time, not all of the time, that's why women do it. Am I wrong? Women never stop to wonder, how does my man feel about that? You poking your ass out on purpose. You turning around, giving the angles. The men are in your comments. Queen, you killing it. Oh, my God, they not ready for you. You the most beautiful species I ever saw in my life. Girl, you oh be my killing it. Right. You be killing it. And you know what a man has to do? 
Suck it up. Suck it up. Because if he says anything about it, he's insecure, right? If you can't handle a bad bitch, then don't you go get a bad bitch. But the moment that a man has this moment by accident, and let's not pretend like every time a woman posts a bathing suit picture on Instagram, she on a beach. It be in the bathroom sometime. It wasn't necessary, queen. Do women actually ever stop to think about how many times a man got to look in another man's face because he looked at your girl just a little too long? But then as a man, you feel like, how mad can I really be because the titties are kind of out? And you got to have that moment with another man? Romeo, have you been here or I'm lying, bro? No, go on. Because if I'm not partying, I'll stop. No, go on. Okay. And we got to deal with it. Yeah. Can't say a word. But the moment I got a picture that was an accident... I'm in a Nike sweatsuit at work. I'm not by the beach. I'm not in the bathroom with a bathing suit on. Well, I look like game. I'm never posing in my drawers, taking pictures for Instagram, ever. The moment I do it by accident, as a woman, you tell me, I can't stand to deal with all the attention you're getting from women for your penis. What? That's number one. Number two. So there's no way that I could come to work and talk about something and actually be embarrassed by it, huh? Okay, I heard that. Live like a woman week. Guess who was embarrassed, Romeo? Guess who has two thumbs and was embarrassed during live like a woman week? Who? Who? This guy. It's the worst week of my life. I hated myself in that month. Imagine being a black man and having to go home and tell your dad, yo, I wore a wedding dress today. Yo, I put heels on for a radio show. You imagine that? I know you was ready to quit. Fam, quit. I wanted to take my life. (laughs) Meanwhile, I got mad friends that didn't write me to say congratulations on a birth show, but they sure wrote me that day. (laughs) Oh, they found my Instagram that day. (laughs) Right? But I had to come to work and talk about it, whether I wanted to do it or not. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my job. Talk about whatever happens to me publicly. I'm a public figure. It is what it is. No one struggled, though, with the thought that I might have been embarrassed. Okay. Fast forward. Now we get here. What happens? I have a slip up. I'm Scotty Dickin. <laughs> Truth of the matter is, had on blue sweats. I was at a work event. I wasn't trying that. I didn't post a picture. Kristen did. I didn't know it was happening. DMs are coming. Here we are. Y'all laughing and joking. You ain't embarrassed. Cool. That's cute. What if it went the other way? What if it went Nelly's direction? Average. Okay. And I was getting roasted for it. Would I still have had to come to radio and talk about it? Yeah. Of course I would have. I have to talk about whatever happens, right? But would have been hard to believe, no pun, that I was embarrassed then. So... If it didn't go my way, I would have still had to talk about it, but I wouldn't have had, y'all wouldn't have, y'all wouldn't have thought that I was embarrassed. But because it did, all of a sudden, I can't be embarrassed no more, right? Your point is absolutely 100% valid. For men, it's always a dick fight of who has the bigger dick, right? So when they hear a man who's like, I have a bigger dick than the normal, and you may have noticed it. They don't think that you would be embarrassed. I respect right? that. Right? 
because of how toxic masculinity works. But that's my point. That's my whole point. See it that way. That's that's why I said in the beginning of this, people have a tendency to project the limitations of their brain on yours. When people say to me, there's no way you don't enjoy this. You know what that tells me? You're a person who loves attention. That's why you find it hard to believe that I don't. Because most people love attention. I don't love attention. I deal with attention. There's a huge difference. I'm an introvert. I don't even want you to know I'm in the room. I deal with attention. I can't and- take you serious. Fuck it. I can't take you serious, bro, if I'm being honest. Come on now. You had a big dick. So what? You're not embarrassed by it? You're saying that I have a big dick. What's the, what's the big deal? Yeah. What's there to be embarrassed about, right? Right. And I think a lot of women felt this way as well. Right. My question to that is, how exactly do you know that you have a big dick? Like, women have said to me, come on, you know. I don't know if you're aware, but <laughs> you've experienced a lot of penises in your life. Not men. I have not. Right. I, I know I ain't hurting. Like, at the same time, I'm the same guy who came to y'all weeks before this whole thing happened. Right. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yo, you hear that you're big, but how do you really know? And y'all laughed me out the room. Rightfully so. I respect that. But I was genuinely saying what's big to one woman might not be big to the next dog. I just think that people aren't going to take you serious, if I'm being honest with you, because the fact that they saw it, I haven't seen it still. Even though I promised that I'll send you guys the photo, but I don't, I don't have the photo. I just think no, like if we're being honest though, I think it's yes, very we're being it's, it's, it's very it. it's very hard for <laughs> men and women mm-hmm. to take you serious for you to be embarrassed about the fact that you have a big dick. That's my entire point. Is I'm not saying that a man with a big penis should be embarrassed. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is why do y'all assume that a man with a big penis knows he has a big penis? The greatest in life typically don't think they're the greatest. That's what makes them the greatest. Pharrell said to Kanye during that doc, remember? Mm-hmm. He said something to the extent of never believe that you did it or something never like that. Never believe that you're greater. Basically, he basically said was never believe that you're greater than what you really are. Like, keep yourself humble. Stay humble. Stay humble. The way he said it was like, don't believe the hype. If you never believe you dope, you're going to be one of the greatest ever. Something to that extent, he said. And, and it Pharrell hit me. Pharrell said, said that. that. It hit me because I felt seen. So if I walk into the room and know I got the biggest dick in the room, you'll never know I feel that way because I don't carry myself that way. And if I do, it's just a natural thing. There are people in the world who have delusional confidence, and there are people in the world who have real confidence. Mm -hmm. Some people will hype themselves up to believe that there's something they're actually not because they believe they need that in order to pursue whatever it is that they ultimately want. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. I never wanted that. But if I've never walked around comparing myself to all these other men, how do I really know? Have you walked around and looked at a bunch of other dicks and said, how do I stack up against this? So how do you really know? There's a ton of men who will walk around and think, like, I'm holding like that. Because they've had a girl tell them. Not realizing that that woman was probably lying to you and she's going to tell you anything. So how do you truly know? Bro, I, th- I genuinely think that as a man, you know. How? Tell me you how. You just know, bro. Tell me how. You just know. No, you don't. Because if every single time that you've been with a woman, she tells you that you're big. My guy, you're big. When I told you that, you uh, laughed at me, dog. Yeah. 
No, I laugh at the fact that you were complaining about the I fact wasn't that complaining you're about it though. I wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying that at all. What I was saying was I think a lot of men walk around with a delusional confidence of thinking that their penis is a lot yeah. bigger than it actually is because women lie to you. Most women are not gonna actually tell you, yo, I'm gonna be honest, I've been with five dudes before you yep. and you like fourth out of the five on the list. How many women are gonna tell you that, bro? If a woman is really in love with the man she's with, right? Mm-hmm. She's gonna stroke his ego. Yes, as much as she can, right? She, she's so telling the truth, lying to you to make you feel like a better man. She's probably going to do it. She's gonna stroke your ego and be like, "Oh my gosh, yes, you're that biggest, biggest ever." Might not be, but to make you feel better in that scenario, she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. You don't see how many times a woman has called the bird show and said, "I've been married for 15 years, but damn, I want to go back to my ex just one more time." Would yeah. I be wrong? You know what I'm saying? We had the one that did, she was literally on her deathbed. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> he was he, he gave up his whole <laughs> life to take care of her. She was dying yo. in nine months. And she oh. was like, yo, I just want my ex. Yeah. And, and it makes yeah. sense that men would not go and look and compare because that's not something you all would do. Yeah. Or is she lying to me? You're not going to compare. You're going to take her word. Oh, I'm the you biggest. take her word for it. How do you really know? Until... You're wearing blue sweatpants. Boom. And your dick is out. And your co-workers don't tell you. And you have a series of women like, oh, my God. This guy needs to make an OnlyFans. That's when you know. Women in my life that are like, how the hell didn't you know? Because I thought y'all were liars. I, like, I'm not the guy who's just going to believe anything you tell me about anything. I'm not going to lie. I was amazed that he was embarrassed. I, what? I just, I just want to know. As a man, when you see another man who may not be your same height, mean, you know, y'all, there's differences between two. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at that man like we have the same size dick? I've never looked or... at another man and questioned or even thought about his penis in my life. Okay. Being completely honest, you've done that. Yeah, no, I'll be honest. Yeah. I think it's great. It's great for you that you're so confident in that. In the, in the, Is it confidence? Yes, I think so. Okay. Because I think the fact that you, even before this whole blue sweatpants situation happened, the fact that you were out here saying, I am told that I'm big, but I don't believe women. They might be lying to me. Mm-hmm. Bro, come on. You know what, what I'm saying? Well, I don't, I don't know no, what's I wrong about I, that statement or what's no, flawed about it. I don't. I don't think it's wrong, but I think it's the fact that, like, sure, it's a great thing that you're, you kind of humble yourself. Right. In a lot of different ways. I think a lot of men really do feel very like insecure about the size of their dick. I'm not going to lie. I had a conversation with with one of my dudes maybe a couple years ago where he was like, bro, you've honestly never had that issue where you was with your girl and thought like, damn, this dude might have been that. And I was like, bro, no, I've never had that thought. Not only about that, about anything. I just never I have just always been. Confident in me, man. I can't even explain it. When Kanye said, yo, when I say I'm a god, I'm not taking nothing from y'all. You should feel the same way about yourself. I felt that. I don't even like the term arrogant. I don't. I don't like when people be like, he's arrogant. Why? Because he believes in himself more than you ever believed in yours? You're supposed to believe in yourself that much. You are supposed to believe you are the absolute greatest in the world that whatever you believe you are the greatest in the world at. Why else would you live this life and be a blip in the grand scheme of all that we experience, if you don't believe in you, I've never understood that. That's yeah. not arrogance. That's yeah. confidence. That's self-love. Yes, I think I'm better than you at everything. Prove me wrong. You should feel the same way about yourself. So I never had that problem. But I also don't walk around thinking that, like, 
I'm just untouchable or I'm just like, because I think that's corny. It's the same concept to me as when you look at the culture differences of money, right? When black people get money, typically what do we do? We show everybody that we got it. Why? Flash. You ever seen Jay-Z's old pictures when he ain't really have money like that? Jewelry, cars, clothes, all that. Look at Jay-Z now. T-shirt, he don't do his hair, none of that. With a little chain. You ain't never seen, you don't never see Jay-Z wear the chains that these other rappers is wearing. He got way more money it's than them. It's under the shirt. No, nah, I don't have to walk around like I got it like that because I really got it like that. If you know, you know. Did that explain it? Yeah. 